Chow and welcome to episode 55 where we are telling you all about the historic river city of Verona. Now you might know Verona for a famous balcony from a Shakespeare play or the Verona Arena which is older than the Colosseum. We do tell you about those but first we will give you the grand tour as we explore all around the old city from Castle Vecchio and its famous bridge across the raging Adige River and up the funicular to Castel San Pietro for the most incredible views of the whole city. Lyle is blown away by some art that we see all about Dante in the Castel and, you know, I didn't even know he was such an art connoisseur. Of course, we have drinks with a view before finding our way back down the hill to the incredible Duomo. The artwork in this church is incredible. Come with us as we wander the famous Piazza Urbe and Piazza Bra and find a fabulous bar where the locals were lining up to get in and we were lucky enough to be there early and snagged a great table. Listen to the end to hear about the live concert inside the Verona Arena we bought tickets to and the famous singer we saw. And here's a hint, they call him Italy's Tom Jones and we also tell you what happened after we left the arena and the fun we had. So enjoy episode 55, all about Verona. Cheers! And welcome to the Beach Travel Wine Podcast. We are your hosts, I'm Leanne. And I'm Lyle, and this is the travel podcast for beach-loving, wine-drinking couples over 50. So if that sounds like you, grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax and listen as we go travelling the world one wine at a time. Cheers. Buongiorno. Ciao, baby. <laughs> That's going to wear thin, I reckon. Boy. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. We are back in Italia, and today we are podcasting all about Verona, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. We uh, we headed off to Verona from Trieste. I've, I've got to say, I'm a little bit uh, disappointed leaving Trieste, yeah. even though you know you're disappointed every time you go, you leave these places. Trieste was was pretty special. Mm. So, but so was Verona. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, it was a really really windy morning the morning we left. Yeah. Um, we had to catch uh, the train from the train station, obviously. And um, before we got on the train, we had a uh, Leanne got uh, the old coffee and croissant. I did. Um, that was. Uh, we were able to walk to the station. Yeah, yeah. just uh, just under seven euro for yeah. the uh, the coffee and croissant. There's a and, little bit um, of French in there coming out. And but, the train station was pretty easy. Like we the, the the platform we had to get on was right in front of the cafe. So yeah, yeah, it was perfect. Like the train from Trieste to because uh, we had to call, catch two trains. Yeah, the train from Trieste to uh, Venezia uh, that was about two and three quarter hours, about twenty euro. Yeah, uh, and then we had to catch the train for Venezia to uh, Verona, and that was only about an hour, and that was twenty euros also. Look, it was we only had about fifteen minutes, but to um, change trains, to change trains, bit of panic as there always is. Um, I think we've really got to be a little bit more uh, patient and look for the elevator rather than either walk down the stairs with the bags or up the stairs to the next well, platform. Yeah, yeah, we were following people that were showing us where to go, so that was um, the difference with the trains. Just a quick thing with the trains: there's regional trains and then there's the fast trains. So. The first one was a regional train and, and you don't get a allocated seat on those and mm. um, you can actually put the luggage sort of in at your at your legs, can't you? But um, then the fast trains, you do get an allocated seat and there's room up the top for luggage. Um, there's also room in, in between the seats on those, but you, you, um, you, yeah, so you get that allocated seat, which is 
you know, quite nice to know that you've got your seat to go to. So, and, yeah. and also the Venice, sorry, the Venice station, there's two Venice train stations. So um, there's the one right in the main sort of um, area, you know, the tourist area. Um, Grand or, Canal area. Yes, where, or the one that we went um, is... Um, on the mainland. On the mainland, yes. Yeah, so um, don't get confused with, with that. And it's quite a big station, yes. Correct. All right. So now, the trains are very punctual. Yes. They yeah. leave yeah. on the second, basically. They're clean, they're comfortable, and they're safe. You, everybody sort of sticks to themselves. There's no loud... There's no obnoxious, obnoxious people, people that yeah. they're just very, very, uh, they're very, very comfortable. Well, there's security now, and there's people walking around the train too sometimes. Sure, yeah. And the, your tickets are checked and they're checked on both trains. Yeah. Um, and they will, they do have the capacity to check your ticket on your phone. So mm -hmm. um, average size suitcase will fit between the seats in the second class trains, which you just brought up. Yeah. Uh, when we finally arrived, the taxi rank was directly outside station, which was perfect. Yes. Yeah. Um, you had to go to the toilet and it cost you a euro. Before yeah, I did. I, I, and I had to walk from one end of the bloody station to the other. But, yeah, it cost a euro and I'm thinking, oh, I've got no, I haven't got a Zach on me, any money at all. Anyway, so I tried and I used my debit card and, yep, it worked. It was fine. Yeah, for a and euro. I was, I was standing at the front of the train station watching one taxi leave and then the next one leave and then the next one leave and the next one leave and I'm like, oh, come on, I will run out of taxis, but um, luckily we the taxi driver we got was fabulous. You yeah, know? he was great. He took us um, right to where we had to be dropped off in the old town, sort of did, did a bit of the old um, getting in and around cobblestone streets with a bit of manoeuvrability, didn't he? And, yeah, we well, um, used to, you made the call, like it was a little bit like Sevilla, yeah. you know, uh, you had to go up one way and then you couldn't go that way, and, you know, it was one way and anyway, eventually but, uh, um, we got there. I thought we were... Like there was like a, a office to for the apartment, you know, but there wasn't. It was um, so I should have contacted the lady earlier. She'd been sending me messages on WhatsApp for some reason. I didn't get them until I went into WhatsApp and had it, and there, there they were. But I rang her and um, she came downstairs, which luckily she was there. But um, the taxi driver wouldn't leave until he knew that we were okay, which I just thought was amazing. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was above and beyond. Yeah. Beyond. Yeah. Uh, he was really good. Yeah, I thought it was great. So um, you walk into the apartment, um, you know, like for all its um, uh, what's authenticity, like it's, you know, it's quite an old building or like all they all are in the in, in the old town there. So you call it authenticity. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's, well, I wasn't very happy when we first got there because the room was quite small. But, you know, if you look around where we are now, it's also small. So, you know, like that's one of the things with travelling, I guess, is not everything's not everything's big. But the thing I liked about it was it, is that the apartment, the, the people who are, like were running it were so helpful and friendly. There was a communal area which, you know, had free coffee, which was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was a one, uh, just a coffee machine. But the cappuccino was great. I don't know. I think we had about $150 worth of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> um, our room, there was a lift, a tiny lift, and we we shoved both of us in our suitcases in that, which we should, probably shouldn't have. We probably should have gone one at a time. Um, and it's one of those old-fashioned ones where you've got to uh, open the indoor side doors and then there's a door on the outside and you see the cables moving up and down and clinks and clanks and, you know, it's, um, it, yeah. If we I think on... it may have actually been the first elevator ever built. <laughs> if we weren't on the seventh floor, I would have taken the stairs. 
so and then our apartment was sort of off that communal area and the only that was the big issue was that there's like probably you know 25 30 stairs trying to get the suitcase up and um yeah and up and down those stairs but the bed was a big four poster you know it was so comfortable wasn't it yeah the bed was comfy you know and um the shower was tiny but you know the the european showers generally are aren't they, they, they well i'm gonna say uh the elevator made the no sorry the, the shower, shower made the elevator look big <laughs> you couldn't move like you couldn't move in the shower at all what are you doing the shower that you need to well you just got to move like to you know wash different bits yeah and <laughs> And you bend down and you've got the handle of the shower. Oh, my goodness. But Too much view, information. The view was nice. You looked out the, the windows and there's the church oh. steeples and the, um, no, not a. Could a, you a, really? A, I was too busy in the shower trying not to get things caught. And the snow-covered mountain. That's true. That's true. Look, to be honest, I was a little bit agitated when we first got there. Um, but when you put everything together, it was super clean, yeah. super clean. Uh, and the location, well, I've got to say. Yeah, it was super clean. It was, the location was excellent. Right. It, yeah, it, that, I agree. It's probably the best location we've had for a while. Yeah, great location because when once you walk out the door, she, the, the lady said, turn left, turn left. Yeah, and within 100 metres, we were uh, standing in the Piazza Bra facing the uh, famous arena yeah, the verona arena which is looks like the coliseum yeah sure yeah. It's, it's yeah it's uh, an amp, a roman amphitheater yes. and then directly in front of us was the the statue of emmanuel the third and he's on horseback mm. and you can't beat a good statue on horseback and uh he was actually the first king uh of the United Italy, and that statue was uh, built in eighteen or uh, made built made same thing, eighteen eighty three. Okay. Um, the piazza. Then you look around, and the piazza is just lined with restaurants and cafes. And yeah, I remember just sort of going, "Oh wow!" You know, I had no idea to to expect that beautiful, big, wide um, outdoor uh, restaurant areas. You know, all covered out. You know, with the the big canvas awnings and old the buildings are painted you know those pretty uh colors there's yellows and the the terracottas and 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 the old cobblestones of, of the pavers and there's just people wandering around eating ice creams and then there's the as you said the statue in the middle with the little there's a fountain and a and a garden as well in that that's in that, right yeah in that middle area and it's sort of like a big circular plaza really isn't it so on yeah. one side you've got all those beautiful restaurants then on the other side is the um the arena um, and then on the other side, you've got other buildings like the city hall. Huge, <coughs> big buildings with those and, big pillars, yeah. isn't? Weren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, we decided we we're going to have some lunch. Yeah. And uh, we went to we picked one of the restaurants. And, yeah, and, we just wanted to sit there and. Yeah, and it was in. called the Bar Liston, and and both Leanne and I had the Tangaletti, uh, Dark Rugo, uh, Rugo. Um. It's ragu. Ah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Dark like, ragu. Like, like Mr. Magoo. Ragu. Yeah, got to be honest, it was pretty average. Yeah, so probably the most average meal. It was okay, but I, I, I'm a bit of a sucker for duck, and I thought it would like have the the noodles with lots of duck and nice sauce, but it was quite. It was quite dry, dry and the yeah. and the the duck was almost like mint. It was mint, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, um, we had uh, I had a large beer, which was uh, about. Nine euro, and Leonita had a glass of white wine, 
or as they say here, vino bianco, and that was about six. Okay. So pretty much what you yeah, pay nice, in Australia. Certainly a nice, nice spot. Yeah, wasn't it? And then we went for a walk along Via Messini. Well, we just we had, we didn't really know what to do in Verona. We hadn't done a lot of research. No, but, but we followed the crowd, and they were all heading that way. So off we went, and I was, whoa, check this out, right? Seriously, unbelievable. Yeah, the the streets were like marble. Yeah, and and quite wide, and every shop front was just stunning. You know? Yeah, the shop fit were yeah. fabulous and of course you had all the famous brands you know you, there was gucci there was yeah. prada there was yeah any brand you well, could i did think go of. in and try and all, all the fancy sunglasses didn't i when, when they're yeah. about 400 euro i'm like no you can stick those pradas up your sunglasses anyway anyway we, <laughs> we we walked through and as Lance said we we followed the crowd and there was one particular um piazza that i'd read about which is uh erbe e-r-b-e and so if at the end of this street there was the piazza um it was beautiful it was getting a bit darker wasn't it yeah. starting to get you know like um the sun was going down and it was still a bit damp um which i think added to the atmosphere because it just sort of made the lights all shine a bit more um had like little market stalls like yeah here, and um a, a, a statue one of your you know, the statues in the middle there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the statue of Madonna, mm. of Verona, uh, in the fountain area. Um, there was also the Torre dei Lamberti. I was about to say, one of the first things you see is that, that massive tower. What is it, 80-something yeah. metres 84 high? 84 metres high, and it was constructed in 1172. Mm. Um, and then, uh, and we to, went round into the courtyard to have a look at that. There was no one else there, was there? No, 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 yeah. no. It was it was quiet. And then you've also got the Palazzo Mafia, and yeah. uh, that's uh, at the top end there. At the top end, yeah. And yeah. it's basically on the top. It's got the six statues on the top of the buildings: Hercules, Jupiter, Venus, Mercury, Apollo, and Minerva. And there's that great big um, column as well with. Um, St. Mark on the top, like the, the, the yeah, line. that's the line. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the St. Mark line's big. Uh, I mean, it was huge in Venice. Yes. But it's still pretty big because maybe. I think it's still part of the same region. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I um, think it is. Yeah. Uh, then we had oh. obviously we we were thirsty from all that walking, <laughs> the ten minutes that it took us. We tried. There was this. The, as Leanne said, the 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 outside were just lined with these beautiful. Uh, cafes and restaurant, and one of the buildings. Remember, had the frescoes. Yeah, beautiful. yeah. And this, I was, I was just going to say, once again, I, I say this every episode, but go, go to the um, the show notes to go with this episode. This is episode um, Verona, and you don't know what the number I don't is, know do you? <laughs> but I've, oh, I've got all the pictures there. There was a little there. bit of hesitation there. there. It's episode fifty-five. I'll have you know. Oh, I was going to guess fifty-four. No, so. no, no. Yeah, episode fifty-five um, on our website at beachtravelwine.com, and there'll be pictures of the plaza, um, of the frescoes, of the tower, um, and also the other thing that Verona is one of the most things it's famous for um, is Juliet's balcony. Yeah, but before we went there... Yeah, I'm just saying photos I've got okay, over the, around, around that area. Yes. Well, it's only like a like a 50-metre walk from the plaza, though. Sure, yeah. sure, it wasn't far. But no. 
Well, so what we did is we decided then that we it was time for an afternoon aperitif. I asked uh, Miss World what she'd like. She said, surprise me. So I ordered a couple of uh, gin and tonics mm. at the restaurant of Masani. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Masanti. Masanti, yeah. And they, they were nine euro. So, and yeah, as Lyle said, they were like the, the restaurants and cafes line this little, it's not a big plaza, this one. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just beautiful. But the staff were, remember the staff yeah. were so friendly. Yeah, and the, it was actually quite funny. Yeah. And he, the, the, the G&T, which I reckon was probably about a triple, uh, nine euro, very, very tasty. Uh, we both enjoyed it. And then Liam wanted to go to see the balcony of Juliet. Well, that, so does everybody. So, um, well, I wasn't that keen, but anyway. <laughs> well, you, I should have left you having a G&T, shouldn't I? <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, then I wouldn't have found my way home. So uh, it was only a five-minute stroll to Juliet's balcony. Yeah, it was. Can yeah. I tell you something? Yes. This is important. Oh, here we go. Luigi da Porta, a writer from Venezia, mm-hmm. he basically published the story of Juliet, Romeo and Juliet in 1530, 60 years before William Shakespeare. Well, see, we, we agree to disagree on this because you're, what you're saying is William Shakespeare didn't write it and none of it's true. No, 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 no. I, he did write it. Yeah. I that, No argument there. But... Juliet, Romeo and Juliet. Is a story. Yeah, they based don't on, exist. Based on characters that in that time, the political and, and religious. Yeah, the history side of it is true. Right. So right. we don't know that a girl called Juliet stood on that balcony. No. Okay. Right. And they also have Juliet's tune. However, however, it's one of the big, um, you know, highlights for people going to Verona. So we don't want to ruin that for the whole Verona community. I know they're all listening. I just think that <laughs> whoever did the marketing for Romeo and Juliet did an exceptionally good job. Fair enough. Have you got anything else to add about that beautiful plaza we're at before we move on? No, Mr. we no, then we went we, we headed back to the Piazza Bra. Piazza Bra. And we had dinner at the Pizzeria Nastro Azzurro and we had I had lasagna Leanne had a beautiful pizza with seafood and mussels. Mm. Uh, they were both 13 euro, which is about nice. $21 Australian. Yeah. And we had a bottle of Sauvignon. Yep. And that nice was well. uh, <laughs> 30 euro. Look, the food was great and the waiter there was really good too. Yeah, it was really nice. So we were up bright and early and decided that we wanted a yummy breakfast. Well, I decided I want to, I was a bit hungry, have a yummy breakfast. So we headed. As we said, left and left and ended back up in um, Piazza Bra. Correct. And we had breakfast at the uh, Emmanuel Cafe. Uh, mm. It was uh, 16 euro for a continental breakfast, it, uh, which included a, a coffee. And so far, the coffee in Italy has been Great. absolutely I think fantastic. The, this is the closest restaurant to the arena as well. So yeah, the yeah, it was opposite pretty, the, yeah, it was opposite the arena. It was a bit earlier, so it wasn't as crowded, which was yeah. nice as well. So that included the coffee. Yes. Uh, coffee. Orange juice. Tell me about the orange juice. <laughs> the orange juice is the, it's probably the nicest orange juice I've ever tasted, and it was like the colour of tomato juice. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was tomato yeah. juice. And I was a bit sus because I'm not a big rat for tomato juice. I was a bit sus. But as Leanne said, the nicest tomato juice I've ever drank. And I asked the How waiter. Come? you know, where it came from. 
And he said, like he said, Sicilian, like yeah, I was the best a dickhead. Oranges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I should have, I should have known that. Yeah, but so they um, were nice. So, and then we had a beautiful plate of fresh fruit, uh, fresh and fruit yogurt. with some yogurt, uh, you know, and, and lovely fresh fruit too. It was really nice. And croissant. A, yes, a croissant with jam in it, which was yummy as well. And then two pieces of toast, mm. hot normal toast with butter, because we don't get butter over here. I've never, they don't put it on the table, and um, all the little cute little jars of jam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look, it was look at sixteen euro. You sitting opposite the arena. Is it a bit of a rip off? Mm, probably, but the quality of it was great. Well, the thing is, a break, that breakfast that size, you don't need lunch. So you know that's true. Yeah. So I thought it was pretty good. But then we decided, um, like we do in most cities, we either do a hop on, hop on bus, or you know, tuk tuk or something. And this this little uh, this town had like a little tourist train that we um, went on, and it's not. So we can, you know, hop on, hop off and see everything. It's so you get a lay of the land, really, isn't it? And, and yeah. you know, you probably go places and you, in your mind you um, know where things are and, and then you can go back and walk. And Verona's not a big city, so it's easily walkable. Um, oh, yeah. I thought it was a good five euro um, spent. Yeah, it's yeah. Only, 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 I think, maximum 45 minutes yeah, maybe. Yeah. So we did that and, of course, it dropped us back off where we got on. Yeah. And... So we knew where we had our bearings. We knew where we we're going, and so yeah, we, that was at the top of um, Bra. Oh yeah, we called it the Bra, Bra Plaza. Plaza, yeah, yeah. yeah true. Um, and then we went to the Castle Vecchio. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we just there. a short walk. Can um, I say I wanted to go there? I mean, you wanted to go because you you like the history side of it. I wanted to go so I could go across the bridge, right? Sure. Okay, so. I thought we had to go in and to go across the bridge. That's what I could see. So we paid our money and went in, didn't we? Yeah, that was, uh, I think it was six euro. Yeah, and it was more of a art gallery, wasn't it? Yeah, was, very much a, an art gallery. Do you want to see like Madonna and all her, you know, friends? Yeah, look, the uh, Castel Vecchio, it was built between 1354 and 1376. Hmm. It's an important military construction of the Scaliger dynasty, which is the Scala family, S-C-A-L-A, that ruled the city in the Middle Ages. Mm, very, well, I... very minimal decoration. Yeah. Uh, it's red brick, Gothic architecture. It has seven towers and it had a, a moat. Yeah, well, I, you know, it's as I said, it's an art gallery now. It's not like the castles that you sometimes walk through and they've got the room still decorated as, as they were. There's none of that. But you can walk along the top of the um, walls and you can see where the moats were. I, I thought that was that was really impressive, actually. But I, as I said, I thought you could actually walk from that because you said, you told me that um, one of the people that used to live there built a bridge so he could get away. Yeah, just in case. He was a bit of a tyrannical mm. uh, ruler and he built the bridge basically so that if there was rebellion or whatever, yeah. he'd get, a, get away quicker. Yeah. And go to the the, um, the show notes to, with this episode, episode 55, and there's some really nice pictures of the bridge because it's a really unusual construction, isn't it? You know, like it's got the, along the side of it, it's got those, well, they're not pillars, but it's decoration. There's more decoration on the outside of the bridge. The bridge matches the castle, you know, with the little turret-looking things all the way over the bridge. Um, yeah, and you can go walk over the bridge and take lots of photos. I, I really liked it. But the thing that I was getting to is you don't actually have to go into the castle to go on the bridge. You walk out, the, <laughs> we walk back out the front door and um, we went around the corner and there was the entrance to the bridge, which was free to go across, wasn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the car, the Castel Vecchio Bridge, mm. commonly known as the Ponte Scaligero Bridge. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously over the Adige River. It was built in 1354. Now, this is going to surprise you. Segmental Arch Bridge featured the world's largest span at the time of its construction. It was 48.7 metres why? Wow. That's so nice. I knew you'd be excited about that. And it was destroyed by the retreating, retreating Germans and it was reconstructed in 1951. We even got a selfie on the bridge, didn't we? We did, yeah. We remember yeah. we had a selfie stick. Uh, we, we look like real tourists, but anyway. That's... <laughs> look, you know, the, going back to the to the actual, as you said, the inside of the castle is basically just a, art a, an art gallery. It's and got a, um, the crucifix pitch, you know. The, yeah, yeah, that was the uh, that was uh, the crucifix ship. Uh, sorry, the, the crucifix, <laughs> the crucifix, and the weepers. And yes. look, as Leanne said, there's paintings of Madonna. Madonna of the Quail, Madonna of the Rose Garden, <laughs> Madonna with Child, and like obviously they very, I, very, very religious. Yes, I got. I did get some nice photos of it though. But even the security guard was getting a little bit bored. Remember? Yeah, oh, that's right. She fell asleep. And I, I was going to get a photo, but every time I went to do it, she did the head nod, and she, you know, she sort of wake up again as if to say, "I'm, oh, you know, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here." <laughs> And you rudely suggested that if I was doing that job, I'd be doing exactly well, the same thing. Well, I reckon you would too. Thing. I reckon you'd do the night. Oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you'd have to be bored shitless, wouldn't you? It would. Uh, yes, you would. So we, we go across the river and the river's um, quite um, full and running because there's been a lot of rain in, in Italy when we're here. Um, so it's quite brown and it's quite um, nasty looking, isn't it? You know, Very rapid. Very, very. Lots of, yes, it is running very very rapidly. The river runs rapidly. We could do a, a limerick on that. Anyway. You probably could. Uh, the other place I really wanted to go was up to the castle on the side of the hill, up the funicular. Yeah. You San did. Pietro, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, San Pietro. Look, uh, we could, I suppose it was probably in about another 20-minute walk, but we could see. We were going to do that the next day, but we sort of looked at it. It was only 20 minutes and, you know, what, what else are you going to do? I'm sort of uh, on the way of thinking, do what you can while you can because you never know what could happen, you know, like whether something will happen with, you know, the weather or, you know, tip trains or whatever. You'd, so we, I thought we're here, we, you know, why not do it? It wasn't the best day and I always like to go when it's sunny to get nice photos, but, you know, it doesn't matter. We we, we went up. Um, we, it was a nice walk along the river. You walk all the way along the, the river. And, yeah, it was about a 20-minute walk Yeah, uh, along the addict. Adige, Adige, it's A-D-I-G-E, Adige River, which is the second longest in Italy and flows at 410 kilometres into the Adriatic Sea. Mm. Uh, we caught the vernacular to the top of the Colle San Pietro, which is just the Colle's the hill. It's 180 metres long with an elevation of 55 kilometres. It didn't take long at all. No, um, no, no. I've got a photo of us going up that as and, well. And uh, the cost is uh, three euro for adults. And how much was it for you? And Leanne made it <laughs> very embarrassing. She said, oh, you can take the seniors, honey. And so that's uh, you got a euro. two euro for us seniors. Hey, there was the euro that you paid for the toilet. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Now, the, the views, like... Look, it's a, there is a, a building at the top. You can walk up, let me say that. Too. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. we we'll walked down. Yeah, we did. 
walk down. <laughs> I was um, going to get to that, but that's okay. okay. It's, well, it's all right. It's all lovely. I'm sure you'll uh, fit it in somewhere. But um, we, uh, the views over the city, and I'm sure Leanne got some fabulous uh, photos. I did, yes. I'm, yes, to go with the episode, I did some nice um, views back down from a lot of the little vantage points that are up the top. As I was saying, the views were incredible, and that's why people go up. Um, the funicular or walk up to the top of the hill here um, and you're looking back down so you're on one side of um, Verona and the Adige River is at the bottom and there's several bridges that you can see going across including the one that we walked across from the castle um, as and as I said before the river was flowing quite rapidly and there were actually people in um, boats, um, I'm trying to think of the name of the boats, they're not like normal rowboats, like the rafting boats really, you know, they had the big sort of blow up and they're, oh, yeah, that's they're, right. they're paddling down the river and I'm like, oh, there's no way in the world I would do that. But they were squealing and having a, a lovely time. Um, so, yeah, so you basically have got the best panoramic views of Verona from up there and I did get some really nice photos of that area. And one of, and the, there's some lovely sort of green hills around as well. So you've got all the orange terracotta rooftops of the old buildings in Verona and you've got the spire of the or the tower of the Duomo and the other churches. You can see those really easy. The Duomo is the biggest. Saint and uh, Anastasius. It's the biggest um, church in um, mm. Verona. And, you know, said the greenery and, and we've got some nice photos um, around that area as well and you can sort of, They've got uh, like a pathway around that you can get lots of different vantage points of the, the different areas and, and to take the views, don't they? And, yeah. Um, and while we're up there, we decided we'd go and have a look at, they had a free Dante, um, who's a uh, writer and an artist. They had a free uh, exhibition. In yeah, the, I've heard of Dante. I... They must, sorry, they must have different exhibitions. So when we're there, it was the Dante or Dante exhibition. Yeah. Um, yeah, you'd heard of him. Because, I'd yeah. heard of him, but I really didn't know much about him. But uh, you do now, though. I do. I sort of do. Look, I, in fact, I, I want to learn no more oh. because I was so impressed. Dante was a poet, basically, mm. Mm. and um, Dante wrote the Inferno. Um, yeah, so that's about you know going into hell and stuff. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, basically to encourage readers mm. and to teach religious truth. In the Inferno, Dante imagines himself travelling through hell to reach the nation of the blessed. Now, basically, uh, this exhibition was paintings of Dante done by other artists, yes. and they were so impressive. Like the, um, I actually said to Leanne that I've got some a few of... photos of those as well because oh, I picked out a few different ones that I quite liked. Yeah, yeah, because I said to Leanne once, I just said. Some of these will make fantastic, you know, um, T-shirts like the. Yes. Uh, but anyway, so Dante was the. F this is his claim to fame, basically his main claim to fame. Dante was the first to write in Italian Florence local dialect rather than Latin. Latin. Dante's Inferno was painted by Botticelli. Right, and that shows the. I don't know how many layers it is because that was in. That's in the um, one of those. Da Vinci Code type movies, you know, and they talk about the different layers of, of you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, sinners and how, you know, how bad you are and all that, you know, like, and, the, and the, it gets worse and worse and worse until it gets better. Yeah, like and because originally I thought 
when it was a, a an exhibition of Dante, I thought Dante did the paintings, mm. but no, people painted about painted his. about him. And then in, in most of the in mm. the the uh, paintings, Dante's included in them. Yeah. So and there's this big uh, statue of him up the top there too. Yeah. Anyway, we were so excited about <laughs> Dante's exhibition, we decided to have a drink up on the top of the on the top well, of like, the hill. There's some uh, San Pietro uh, Colle. What so is it? The oh, col- the hill. The, yeah, yeah, the Colle San Pietro. Okay. Um, yeah, so we went to, and it's called, the actual cafe is called mm. Tia Odorio. Mm. And uh, you got to say the views weren't bad. Yeah, it was pretty nice. And we, yeah, we sat there under a big shady tree and looked out over the views. And I had a, I had a glass of wine, and you know, you had a beer. And they every every time you sit down and buy a drink, they give you potato chips. Yeah, so, they do. You know, we we nearly, almost worked off our continental breakfast, but that was the, the the chips were enough to to keep us going for for a while, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then so after that we. Which was really nice. What? Sorry, did I interrupt you? No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> no, go on. Oh, I was just going to mention about the fact that we bought a return ticket. We did buy a return. I was well. Geez, I think Lyle's not going to need me on the show anymore. He's, you know, he's got all the info. He's got all the descriptions going on and everything. I was about to say. So then we decided we were going to. Well, Lyle decided we we're going to walk down, and I said. Well, why would you do that when you've paid for a return funicular ride, um, which, you know, we had. So that's a waste of a, you know, was it a euro of yours and a euro 50 of mine. We walked down the hill, which actually was very pleasant. Thank you. Yes, it was. Um, we stopped and got some nice little photos. There's some roses and things around some doors and, you know, like some more views on the way down and, it was quite an easy walk down because I got a bit of a dicky knee, so sometimes the stairs can be a, a bit of a pain. But these were quite wide stairs and um, had railings and everything. So yeah, it was it was it was a nice little walk down, wasn't it? Yeah. And when we got to the bottom, we had to walk home again. No, we didn't. Oh, we, well, but first we crossed over the bridge, another bridge. And That's called the San Pietro Bridge, bridge right? And, and that we was were... also destroyed by the the mm. uh, the Germans. And oh, well, that's right. We did. We decided we'd go. To the, we're going to do the Duomo another day, but we decided we'd do it then. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, we yeah, we yeah. did the Duomo. 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 What is it? Duomo. Duomo Cathedral. Yes. Di Santa Maria. Look, it's Romanesque architecture. It opened in 1187. Original church was destroyed in an earthquake in by earthquake in 1117. Current appearance dates back to the 15th century. Uh, inside, it has a nave and two aisles divided by the pilast- uh, pilasters, which mm. are... They're not columns. They're not columns. I looked it up because I didn't have a clue it was. They, um, the difference between uh, the column and the pilasters is the columns can actually hold the weight of the right. roof where mm-hmm. these things are, are decorative. Are decorative. But they're done in um, in uh, Verona marble, and the height and the beauty of them, mm. I, it was blew me away. I, I was they're, so nice. And they're so big. I was trying to imagine. I think you probably need about five people holding hands to get your arms around the bottom of the the columns. So yeah, they're, they're, they're just huge. Sorry, aren't they? not columns. The other word, but 
you know. Palistes. There we go. The thing I uh, was amazed about, um, and it was actually lucky that we walked in from crossing the river to the Duomo because it said entrada this way, so entrance. Uh, so you actually go in through the, the back of the church, which was pretty handy. Then we didn't have to walk all the way around the front of it, which where the front doors are. And just on the right-hand side with the baptistry. That's Baptist right, because that's yeah. where you, we took some photos in there. Yeah, that yeah. was where you made oh, no, that, me. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Oh, we'll go to hell for this. <laughs> oh, never mind. It's a good photo, though. It's a good photo. But inside the main part of the church, um, you, Lyle's walking around with his mouth open, you know, because in Europe you see a lot of churches. The thing, there's a couple of things about this one that was different to me was, um, it was there was a lot of decoration with fresh flowers and there were lilies that just smelt divine you know um white lilies and they they were beautiful but also each sort of panel in the wall from floor to ceiling was like a story it wasn't just like an artwork of you know the baby jesus and and you know the the virgin they, they had those but then all around them was like blue skies and and almost i don't know like it's just very different it's like they looked and they looked um also, they had depth to them. So, uh, yeah, it was just um, stunning artwork I, I found. Yeah, yeah well, they're, like they're the chapels, mm. what you're talking about there. Yes. And part, I think, of the chapels, because they're different families that yeah, donate do. to that. Sure. And um, as we've, you know, we've learned previously. Yeah. And I think part of the, 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 uh, the artwork, uh, which would have been commissioned by the families, was about their family. Yeah, stories. Yeah. yeah, so that was pretty impressive. Yeah. Look, I, I thought it was great. Um, the entry was €4 Euro yeah. per head, and Leanne no. asked was if there were seniors. <laughs> she did, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, because she was on a bit of a roll by this stage. She, she thought she was being very funny, yeah. thought being the, my favourite word there. And it's open from 11 to 5.30 p.m. and Sunday, 1.30 to 5.30. Then, Look, definitely worth a visit. And there was definitely no seniors discount. No. Yeah, yeah. Even if you're not into churches, it's worth it. it. It was worth it. And it wasn't crowded like I thought it might be. No. Um, because more people want to go and see the fake Juliet's balcony than yeah, the I Duomo, right? I, I don't get it, but yeah. anyway, that's just me. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I got some nice photos of that too, so check them out at beachtravelwine.com, episode 55. So we had to then walk from the Duomo back home and we passed through Piazza Urbe one more time. Yes. And I was we determined that we'd been in Italy long enough now that we should have a gelato. Yes, we did. We had a, a gelato at Amorino's. Yeah, and that's around. That's in some. There was somewhere else. There was one of those, and uh, people were lining up everywhere. Oh, in um, uh, in Milan. Yeah. So anyway, gone. Uh, yeah, so uh, the two ice creams uh, were... We got the small cone with the chocolate topping. Yes, and it was 9.40 uh, for both of them. And you got the choice of three flavours. Leanne said to me, I've always wanted to try the pistachio. Yeah, well, my daughter in Natalia said it was yummy. So I, I trusted her. It was. It was actually really nice. Yeah, and I had like a cherry ripe one, which the, the fresh cherries in it were just to die for. And, uh, yeah, and... And, uh, the yeah, thing so... about the three flavours is um, they don't just put one scoop on top of the other like they do at home. They actually put them around the outside, like make it look like a flower. They so, do. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I actually didn't notice that, but that's because I'm a dumb male. But Leanne <laughs> said, have a look at the design, how they've done it. And I've gone, 
Yes, that is impressive. I will include a picture of Lyle eating a flour ice cream um, in the in the show notes as well. Thank you. That will enhance my reputation. So, so we've had a continental breakfast. We've had chips up up at the mountain. Now we've had an ice cream. Yeah, so very healthy. Time for a decent feed. Yeah, yeah. So, to, so we yeah we ended up going out for dinner. We thought we'd just go off um, the bra the plaza uh, plaza. Yeah, which we we were. <laughs> I'm probably find, trying to find something a bit cheaper. but um, And it wasn't far around. But anyway, we uh, so the actual restaurant was called Demos. And we, Leanne asked the, the waiter um, <clears throat> what the carbonara was like. And he said it's world famous. He did say it was world famous. And so we th- we both said, put our hands up and said, well, okay, we'll, we'll both have initially it. Initially, I said, I'll have the carbonara. Is it, you know, is it good? And he said, it's world famous. And Lyle instantly changed his mind from what he was going to have and decided he was going to have the world famous carbonara as well. And it was so rich. So rich. So rich. And they had like, uh, the, it was carbonara with bacon. It was and smoked bacon, but it was almost like pork belly. It was yeah, so it was fatty. so tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you can't have dinner without a bottle of, uh, the, the brand name was actually Germain, G-E-R-M-A-N-N, Sauvignon. And it was about thirty euro, and uh, yeah, it was good. I think the Cabernet was about twelve euro, mm. but yeah, the wine was great. So far, the wine everywhere we've had has yeah. been fabulous. And then we decided we better get, head home. Yeah, we did. And went home. and had a sleep. <laughs> yes, because it had been a big day, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, now we knew, following the weather forecast, that the next day was going to be sunny. Perfecto. And uh, we had been told by the lady who owned the apartment that um, if we're going to go to Lake Garda, um, you know, like that would be a good place to go in the sunshine. And so I got online and booked uh, a half-day trip to uh, Lake Garda and and to a little town called Sermione and... It was a fabulous day tour and we are going to, it was so beautiful and so much information and such a surprise and just everything, you know, Italy's largest lake. We're going to do a whole separate podcast just on that day trip, aren't we? Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure, no. We're going to do that tomorrow. No. So, um, yeah, so keep listening to that because that is just absolutely stunning so we had a wonderful day doing that and we learned about a nice wine as well on that day which um we now decides our favorite italian wine um lugana yes yeah, but you're going to tell us about that in the next podcast as well but after a big day we decided we'd have it we were going out at night where were we going last um well we just you know we had a bit of an afternoon disaster we had a bit because of because we we're going out yeah because we we're going out because. and we went to uh well again we were trying to find something that was a little bit more authentic local yes and we succeeded mm. we definitely succeeded the the actual bar is called la tradition and there was people lined up uh um, well, not when we got there we got in and we well sat- they sort of were but they they got in first, and, yeah. and when we walked in, we were lucky enough to get a table. It was around 5 p.m., mm. and we ordered – I tried my first spritz, mm. 
and that was eight euro and i thought how nice it was really really good yeah, everyone's drinking spritz aren't they yeah Can we uh, learn a bit more about that too yeah, yeah. we did learn, we learned more about that and the fact that it's quite low alcohol mm. so uh it's a good starting drink yeah and really the local one is called well, it's spelt Hugo, but they pronounce it Ugo. Ugo, yeah. And Leanne really enjoyed that. And it's like, um, and the, the, the bit of mint flavor, they had fresh mint yeah, in French it. French mint. Yeah. Especially, well, that, they had that at the La Tradition. And, so, and we had something to eat there, which was so yummy, wasn't it? Yeah, we, we it was a bruschetta, mm. and I've got, you know, probably tapas. It was uh, 14 euro it was for the, both of us. It was the special of the day, and it was like yeah. 10 euro, I think. Yeah, and it was sort of like on toast with yeah. ricotta, ricotta cheese. The ham was yeah. like ham from Spain. Yeah. It was so beautiful. On, yeah. and, and, and he was slicing that off the, the bone. While yeah, and topped with artichoke. And I'd never been game enough to have artichoke mm. before. I'm not sure why, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it and, nice. and then, as Leanne said, we, we, we found out on this tour about the wine Lugana. Mm. And so we decided we were going to try that. And we tried that. And it was uh, 18 euro for the bottle. Mm. And my goodness. It was good, wasn't it? My mm. goodness. Really, really good. They, when I sort of um, investigated, they said if you like P uh, P uh, Pinot Grigio or Sauv Blanc, you're more than likely going to enjoy the Lugana. And it's, um, I won't go too much into no, it. No, let's not. No, don't go any more into it because that's going to be in our next podcast. But it would simply said, Great. spectacular. But now can we get to the exciting part of the day? Oh, here we go. Oh, I mean, building up to this and you keep putting in food and drink, which is <laughs> go on. part of our day. Sure. Well, we've talked about the Verona Arena over yes. and over and over. And, of course, you can go inside and Lyle one day said, oh, we'll just go and get some tickets. And I said, see those people there, you know, all the way back around, you know, the corner? They're all lined up for tickets, so we're not doing that. And he got on top, on, on his little Google and had a look and found out that there was actually a concert on that, that night um, by an artist called Albano. And we had no idea who Albano is, but, you know, we decided imagine seeing a live concert inside the arena would be the perfect way to do it. So we wrestled ourselves some tickets. I don't know how. We got the, some of the best tickets in, in the house because they were almost sold out, weren't they? Yeah, I think we got the last two tickets and, and they just happened to be... Right up the front. Right up the front. We were about 20 rows back and uh, we were... Um, we didn't have anyone in front of us. We had yeah, the aisle in front the of aisle us. In front of us. And, and the only people that walked through there were the security guards. Yeah, and <laughs> the people on either side of us, or the, you spoke to the people, they were from Germany, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lovely people dressed to the nines. And then the two people on my left-hand side, there was two, two, two couples, and they were the best-dressed people I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> yeah, yeah. life. a little bit um, a little bit better dressed than oh, Australians, they, right? <laughs> and seriously, good-looking people. And so the arena lit up at night with the concert mm. um, is fantastic because it can seat, what, 15,000? Yeah, originally when it was the, the Roman, uh, for a better word, Colosseum, yeah. it was uh, it could hold 30,000. Now mm. because of safety measures and all that, they yeah. restricted to 15. I think there was 13,000 at the concert at Albano uh, yes. concert. Now, Albano, he's a 79-year-old guy. He's famous for his 4.5 octave range, so he's basically a tenor. And uh, he had some guests on him 
with him and it's his ex-wife uh, and her name was Romano uh, Power and she was the daughter of Tyrone Power, which... I had no idea who that was. So no, no he was a no. famous American actor who died. And they were married for something like 40 years, so they obviously still get on. They're actually doing a, a tour of Australia in October. Yeah, they are. And there was another guy who's, you know... Now, this guy's uh, Renato Zero is his uh, stage name. Mm. His sexual surname is Biaccini, mm. and he's 72-year-old too. And he's the <laughs> only artist to top the Italian charts in six different decades. And the backing band, the backing not. band... Yeah, it was an orchestra. ...was the Verona Philharmonic Orchestra. Lyle's getting louder and louder. He's getting so excited about this concert. It started at 9 o'clock. He's even got the Italian hands going. I have. It started at 9 o'clock and we left because we thought it was like they you were doing the what? encores and it was still going at Lying. 1 o'clock in the morning. We could hear it when we were laying in our they bed. They call, um, did I say this already, Albano Italians Tom Jones? Yeah, no, yeah. you haven't, but yeah. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's who they liken him to. I don't know that that's true. The the, the concert was great. The atmosphere was great. The arena was great. I loved everything about it. The only thing was they talked a lot, like a lot in between songs, like so much. I would say a minimum of five minutes between Some, each oh, song. Sometimes even more. And we're just sitting there with no We had no idea, idea what was going on. And neither should we. You know, no. we're in Italy. And I think, you know, after a few hours, we just were like, oh, my gosh, I just can't sit here and have no idea what's going People are laughing and I'm pretending to laugh and clap <laughs> when they were clapping. It was, I've got some I think it had something to do with I the know, Laguna, Lagana uh, the, wine anyway, that we had before. Shush. But. We got, um, I've got some spectacular photos inside the arena as well so yeah. check them out um on beachtravelwine.com episode 55 now and can i tell you that the tickets were the yes. tickets were oh. 167 euro to go and see someone we had no idea who they were um the actually just the uh the roman amphitheater built in 30 ad yep. uh predates the Colosseum, which yep. was built in 80 ad but he's small 80 ad but he's smaller um, now, they're also, every year they have an annual opera season, they so do. I knew of that. Yeah. So, it's, so it was it's, set up for concerts, yeah, chairs and everything. Yeah, so, it's yeah. basically world famous for that. So, But then we – are you going to tell them about when we went outside? Sure, sure. So we, we did leave, but we decided we'd have one more drink on the way home and as we sat out under the, um, the restaurants outside under the arena and there were people – the tables were full and um, – they could hear, you could hear the songs like Plain as Day and they were singing along with every word of every song and, you know, it was it was actually quite um, hilarious and, and entertaining, wasn't it? Oh, look, it reminded me of a bit of home, like a concert at home where everybody, like the real, like these guys must have been something else It'd in their like, day. It'd be like if Jimmy Barnes was singing K-San, yeah. everyone would be saying... The last train out of Sydney is almost. <laughs> yeah, so everybody knew every word. I know it's not word. train. I know it's not train. I'm and and, the, and then they got up and they were dancing. And yeah. this is in the look seriously. Yeah, outside in the plaza. It at was fabulous atmosphere. It was great. Well, as you can see, we had a thoroughly great time in Verona, and um, it's certainly uh, they they say it's one of the most visited cities in in Italy. Um, but a lot of the Australians that come to uh, Italy don't tend to go to Verona, and I reckon you should. Do you reckon they should? Oh, yeah, I thought it was fabulous. Yeah, right, and yeah. such an easy walking city. Yeah, there's so much to see. 
easy walking. You don't need um, a long time there, but you know, you know, it's it's beautiful. All the different the churches and the river, and you know, especially in the sunshine, it's um, it, you know, it sort of glows with all those lovely tile roofs. But Lyle, mm. Mm, you knew this was coming, did you? Oh, I, yes. <laughs> How could you not? Where was your favourite place to have a wine in Verona? Oh, it's a hard one. Mm. I've got to say um, probably after the concert, sitting in uh, the Bra um, uh, Plaza, Plaza um, watching all the locals singing and dancing to Albano. <laughs> I, I just, that was fabulous. Yeah, it was fabulous. Well, my favourite place would be... Um, up the funicular at the the cafe bar up there where we're sitting with the views of the city was pretty special spectacular i thought i would have said the same if we had not been to the concert yeah yeah and like and a special mention is the oh la tradition is that what you're going to say yeah 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 beautiful well done really good restaurant yeah great cafe bar you know whatever you want to call it it was really well run too it was great uh, yeah, so go to the website www.beachtravelwine.com for episode 55 where you can read all the show notes that go with this episode and also see all the pictures that uh, I have taken that there. And also there's a map I've put on the, um, the website, the uh, page, where you can sort of see where Verona is in, in relation to the rest of of Italy and we'd just like to say again thank you to those people who have reached out to us and you know been telling us how much they're enjoying the podcast and as I said last time we know that most of you are listening on Apple or Spotify so if you've listened this far you must enjoy it so it'd be great if you could to go and do it leave a review for us or a star rating would be awesome we, you know we're really appreciating you guys doing that and also, if you have someone that you know has been to Italy or is going to travel to Italy, then share this podcast with them. We're going to be doing, this is part of a whole series that we're doing and, you know, there's a, going to be a page on the website which just has all the Italian information. So check it out and uh, we will see you somewhere next time around Italy. See you or not. Arrivederci. Bye.